back to another episode of Let Me Tell You. Today we have a very special guest, my good friend Ian Campbell. Thanks for coming on, Ian. For sure. I'm happy to be back. I always love to talk some Cougar basketball. All right, so why don't you give us a 30-second elevator pitch about yourself? Tell you a little bit what I do. I've been a longtime basketball fan. I, uh, just like Walker, I'm a part of the Student Broadcasting Club. We do some play-by-play in color for Cougar basketball, and we just we just love the game, love the team. It's something that we both are really interested in. So, yeah, definitely a passion of mine. All right, so let's talk about the obvious news in the room, the big the big elephant, Noel Williams. Did you see him transferring, and where do you think he's going to end up? I mean, I will say I'm a lot happier to see him leave that right now than I would have a year ago. It really would have bummed me out, but after this year. It didn't shock me. I, I wouldn't have expected it, but it didn't shock me. I thought he was. I would have guessed that he would stay, but I, I would have put it at like 60-40 odds, honestly. So unsurprising. Is there a team that you see No Williams going to? Like, I don't see him going back to the Power Five level, but I could also see him going to a mid-major, a low-major. Where do you think he would go? I don't have a team in mind. Do you have a team in mind? I, I actually do. I have. I have one local. I don't. I don't think he's getting a Power Five offer. I think right. if you really? let's say he had transferred last year after being Jib's most improved player of the year in the Pac-12. Then I think some Power Five teams will come after him, but I think he's gonna go to Seattle U. He's, really? I, I do. Here I have. That's a big drop off, and I know his stock's down, but all the way to Seattle U from a Pac-12 school. I I know the WAC is not, the WAC is not the top tier conference, but they have good basketball. I mean, you have, you had the Arizona player. I'm blanking on his name. There was a guard for Arizona who transferred from Seattle U. To, oh no, Terrell Brown. I'm sorry. He went from Arizona. He went from the University of Washington guard Terrell Brown went from Arizona to U to Seattle U to Dub. So you can make the jump. But I think they're going to replace. I think he's going to Seattle U. He's from Seattle. Brandon Chatfield, teammate of his, is there. Plus, it's Terrell, also home for Noah. That could play a factor. Right. He's from Seattle. Their best player is Dar Daron Tramel, who was first team All WAC. All newcomer first team, all whack tournament team. He put up 20 points a game in 23 games he played. And I think there's a quote from Kyle Smith that I think kind of spells the reason why Noah was gone. He just he was so inefficient. And then Noah uh, Kyle Smith tapped TJ Bamba as he called him his best perimeter defender, and Tyrell Roberts his best on ball defender. And I think Noah's calling card was defense. When he came in at least, sophomore year he developed an offensive game. He came in freshman year as a defensive. You just, you don't know what happened junior year. He just, his shot selection was worse. He, when, even when he took good shots, it seemed like they didn't go in. It just seemed like an all-around down year for him. No, it, it was a down year and you, the big thing, he's... And that is true. We do have some other defensive guards now that could fill his role. No, they definitely can and you look at, you look at what one of the big thing I look at is he put up 12 points combined against the Huskies and he dominated the Huskies in his previous two years. That was his totally. thing. He's the mayor of Seattle. He just, he just took too big of a fall, and I would love to see him go to Seattle U and lead their offense. I mean, I think if he goes off, I think he could be a 20-point, 5-rebound, 6-6 kind of guy. No hate to him. He's still a good basketball player. I just don't really know what happened. I mean, I think the expectations were a little high coming off such an improvement. Yeah. I don't think it would have been reasonable to expect that big of an improvement again, but I would have expected at least like the same level. Yeah, not I, not a like a regression. No, it wasn't a regression. It was a, just a flat. <laughs> it felt face like plant. felt like how he was freshman year. It hey, felt it was like he even went, worse. It felt like freshman year. Yeah, Noah it was to me. not like, good. Noah. Uh, we have Noah in the portal. We have Ryan Rapp in the portal. First of all, let's back up. Do you think T.J. Bomba takes Noah Williams' spot? I think so. 
I don't. I didn't never consider Noah a true point guard. He's six five, and he was. He just wasn't really a playmaker. So I think yes. I don't think TJ Bombas our our starting point guard, but I think he could he can start as a guard. He's so, a good defender. He he's not bad behind for three. He's not bad from three. He's strong, physical. I think he can start at the two. So so then who do you think who if you had to pick could start anyone Didn't have to, right? Well, could we see Kyle Smith go with a three guard lineup, which we're both we could, but I don't like it. No, so. I don't like it. I it might work without Flowers, who I was my favorite player on this team, but it's just. I think with Flowers and Tyrell, it's not enough size. You're, you had a five ten and a six foot guy out there. It's just too little. So if you could pick anyone from the transfer portal, who do you want to bring in? This is who I'm looking at as a somewhat realistic target. This is Xavier Pinson from LSU. He just finished up his senior year. He does. He has a full year left of eligibility though. Because of COVID. Because of COVID, fiftieth in assists. He averages five assists a game, and I think that's what we need. He put up ten points a game again. Not like some offensive superstar, but he's a good player. He's, he's lean, he's athletic, he's, but he's just a facilitator, you know. If you look at the other point guards in the, the portals, it's hard to find, like, playmakers. I could not find another point guard who averaged five assists a game. And he, he consistently throughout the season was putting up five assists a game, which is a huge improvement from his stats a year ago at 2.9, and his minutes went down, which is insane. He went from, oh, well, sorry, his minutes didn't go down, but his assists skyrocketed up in about the same minutes. This transfer portal is not very pass-first point guard heavy. Now, I have I have a couple too, but I think I'm with you. He was our, if you notice, five points would easily lead the, the team in assists. Five, Mike, yeah, Mike, easy. Mike Flowers was our leading assister, assist getter, and he was not a point guard, and he had three. Three, yeah, exactly. That's the problem is that Tyrell's not a true point guard. No. And he's he, still he, a guy that can play and start on the team, but he, he just, I just don't want him running point. No, I don't either. I don't want. I don't really. I really just want. He's a sharp shooter. You know, he's a sharp shooter, non-ball defender. Nothing wrong with that role. It would be in a perfect world. Tyrell Roberts should be six foot four, and we play him at the shooting guard. But that's not what he's been given. So. No, that's not the hand we've been dealt. Sadly, I I would really like to see. Now this might sound a little crazy. Hear me out. I want Jalen Lewin from the Ivy Leagues. I want the Princeton guard. Now. First team all all Ivy this year. Second team all Ivy all Ivy League. Sophomore his sophomore year and the Ivies didn't play twenty twenty one because of COVID. His assist totals have all gone up each year. He averages four assists, which would lead the team in assists. But I think he's a good scorer. He's about roughly thirteen points a game, so he can score if we need him to. And we need a guard. It's just we lost three guards this this year. I we lost Koulibaly, Ryan Rapp. And Noah Williams, we need a guard from somewhere. I, I like I like Lewin. I think he's kind of a similar mindset of, I played in the Ivy League. I got my Ivy League degree. I want to go test myself. Kind of like Matt DeWolf. Exactly, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. And I think he he's a. I watched some of his film. I think he's a. He's not necessarily a pass first point guard, but he passes a lot more than Noah and Tyrell do. Yeah. And he has a, and he has a, no offense to Tyrell, a much higher basketball IQ. But I think he just he just has bad shot selection sometimes. Yeah, that's my kind of Bonton like. He can be a hero, you know. He he doesn't miss every shot he takes. That's bad, but he misses a lot of them. No, and then I also like Andre Carbello from Illinois, who averages seven and a half points, three rebounds, and three point two assists. I have another guy too. This might be a bit of a stretch coming from a team that made March Madness, but this is Terrence Shannon Jr. And he's not a guard; he's more of a wing. But if you look at our roster, we don't have a lot of wings either. It's we're set at big men. You know, we have Muhammad Gay, who's Gonna, I think he's going to go off next year. F.A.'s been proven. Deshaun Jackson, proven center. 
We're we're set on big men on this roster, but Terrence Shannon he averaged double digits points, put up three rebounds, two assists, shot efficiently, forty six percent. Like I said, a bit of a stretch. He's coming from Texas Tech, but I think he'd be a great guy that could start or be like a six man for us. He's just from what what I read, he could guard two through four, and he's just like a a, a versatile guy that could easily be a six man or start. Six yeah. six, good size. So I think there are plenty of guys in the portal. Kyle is. A talented recruiter. He's. I think they're more talented in bringing in high school guys. I think that's where Andrew Jack. Mm, yeah, nothing wrong with specializing that way too. No, there's not. But I think this recruiting cycle is more important because the transfer portal is a thing, and it now is with one year of instant transport, instant with the instant transfer rule. You can you don't have to sit out anymore. The transfer portal will be a thing for college basketball. It's like NIL. It has changed the game. College basketball is not regressing. To transfers, there will be a transfer. People will be trans. You will probably take in two or three transfers a year. Coaches like Eric Musselman in Arkansas live and die in the transfer portal, and that's why they're successful. Now Kyle Smith proved he can use it, but there are plenty of guys he can go after, and I yeah. think fit here. I think some of these guys, and I just read this stat. I did not realize this until right now. Xavier Pinson from LSU averaged two steals a game this last season, so that would just contribute to our um, our guards being strong defenders. What were your thoughts on the season as a whole? I think I don't think it was a disappointment. First of all, I, I, I was like it met my expectations. I think the seven seed thing was weird. I don't really consider us a seven seed because there was that whole like ASU performance decided it. It was we, very that was it was weird. Really yeah, I don't I, I don't I'm not calling us a seven seed. seed. Yeah, we were three way tie for fifth for those who didn't see. But yeah, I I was disappointed. I just wish we could have won one or two of those close games against like the quad one teams. Like when we were playing USC, when we were playing Arizona. Arizona's a great team too. That's very clear. But we were in those games at home. Those were two games that we were we were in those games. And if we had won those two games, who knows what would have happened? Yeah, it definitely bolsters our, our argument. I think if we saw Tennessee as a three seed, we see Texas A and M and BYU on the bubble for March Madness, and they had a case over us. I think maybe if we win those, we get bumped over them because they were. I still. I just think there was. I think. Yeah, I think it was like yes. a half step up. I wouldn't call it a. St- I would not no. call it. I would call it a half step up. Yeah, I think I think the expectation for the fan base was March Madness or die because of the hype that Noah Williams had surrounding him, that 40-point game in triple overtime yeah. against Stanford. John Rothstein, the leading voice in college basketball, saying, oh, the Cougars are going to be phenomenal, they're going to be amazing. And it just wasn't fair on the players or Kyle Smith's team to put that expectation on. Expectations were a little high. They were, but I think once we got to the NIT tournament, well, Which we, 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 I think we dominated in the NITs. I was did. not angry with that. My biggest takeaway is it proved we are a team that can win in the postseason. We've matured a little bit. Kyle said he didn't think the team was quite ready, but I think they proved they can win must-win games against teams outside of their conference. They don't yeah. play two times a year. They don't, have, they don't have tons of game tape on. They don't have experience playing BYU or TAMU, yeah. but they've proven they can handle it up with a two or three days to prep. I yeah. liked it. I would like to see like an upset win this year because I know we were so close with both of those teams. That's what I would like to see, just like a beat a ranked team. It's That'd like, be really cool. It's like the women's basketball team when they got into the tournament this year because they beat the number seven exactly. Arizona. They have wins against and the it's top just we almost we don't. had a win against Arizona and we almost had a win against right. the Stanford. It was either Stanford or USC. One of those teams games was just brutal. We should have won. The Where USC, Noah, the Noah, USC. Noah missed two back to back shots last semester. And Right in the face. One of them was just a horrible look. Like yeah, was, the entire team was draped on him, and then the other one was an okay shot. But yeah, it wasn't great. Give me your ideal starting lineup next year, and then realistic. What do you think Kyle's gonna go with? This is tough. 
I think I think there's two guys that don't get enough PT on our team. Andre Yakamowski and DJ Rodman. I couldn't agree with you more. So those two guys, yeah, they play well. I want to start one of them. I think Andre's a little more worthy. So I, I will yeah. go my is this if I, if we get these transfers in? Yeah, this, I'm, is, this is excluding excluding okay. transfers. Unrealist. Oh, un, okay. No, excluding excluding transfers. transfers. Who's on the roster right now? Yeah. I think it's going to be Tyrell and TJ at the one and the two. I want Yakimovsky at the three. And then I just like rotating our three bigs in. But I've noticed that I swear Deshaun plays better off the bench. I don't know why. but So I'm, I'll am i start Muhammad Gay and F.A. Kind of as just combo, four fives. Both so your lineup is? Tyrell Roberts, TJ Bamba, Andre Yakimovsky, F.A. Albuquerque and Muhammad Gay. Is that realistic or what you want? That's what Still I want. Both? That, a little bit of both. I don't think it's unrealistic. I'm just not sure Andre's going to start. And I, you really don't know why because he got less no starts. This, his um, his field goal percentage skyrocketed up. It went up like 15% or something crazy. Uh, it, it doesn't make sense why Yakimovsky doesn't start to me. No, I think, okay, so... And then I, I want DJ playing more minutes. I like, do too. I think. At least like 15. I mean, he's a senior next year. He yeah, at least, at least 15 minutes a game. I want Miles Rice. I know. That's what we at haven't this, seen. Sorry. Yes. I, I want to see him play. I have confidence in him. I have confidence in him. That's why I want one good transfer, because then I think he could have a nine-man rotation. We got one transfer. So we got Miles Rice, Tyrell, Yaki, Muhammad Gay, and Efe. I think that that's my starting lineup. That's your, is that your dream, or is that your realistic? That's my that's my dream. My realistic probably going to be, you know, Will Burkhart coming back. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, it's probably going to be Efe, Mo. But we're losing four guards. We're losing Will, too. Four guards. Will, Will will still be in Pullman, though. He's getting his right. Masters, I heard. Okay. So we'll have F.A. I think the realistic one is going to be F.A. Mo, T.J., Tyrell. I think a transfer. Yeah, I could see that. I just I don't, I don't get... know why you don't start Yakimovsky. Yakimovsky, you're in the playing time. Yeah, and if you don't start him, I don't know why you wouldn't start D.J. in place. No, it's... it's... I want both... I want... Yakimovsky needs 20 minutes a game minimum, and D.J. needs 15, in my book. I'm just, with you 100%. Yeah. And DJ's been here all three years, and he plays he plays both sides too. It's not like he's just some horrible, abysmal defender or abysmal offensive player. He plays both sides. So, all right, a couple more questions. Ryan Rapp, fan favorite. Are you really disappointed he left? You know, he's a fun guy. Everyone loves him. Everyone sees him at the club. He's always a good time. But a little bit, but I'm, I'm not heartbroken over it. I think that... He can go somewhere where he can get playing time. So I, I think understand he can, like, it. Thrive in the Patriots. Yeah, like, really? I don't think it's honestly. I, if I was him, I might have done the same thing. Just because it's obviously he's obviously not going to have some star career in, at WSU. So, no, why not? No, I I'm can't. Not, hate it I'm all. not devastated. All right, my last question is Ian. Right now, who's going to take the biggest leap next year? Biggest I think, leap I think next Yakimovsky. year. Really. Yeah, I think, think he's going to get real. This is me hoping Kyle Smith plays him correctly. I don't know why he doesn't. I really he don't. He really doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. He's, he's given, given, given us some good play. I don't know. I'd go Muhammad Gay, personally. Really? Oh, I'm going yeah. Muhammad Gay. He's, he's drenched in potential. Like, I don't use that phrase a lot. He literally, it's just, he plays offense and defense. He can shoot threes. He's a true seven-footer. You don't see that very often. He's listed as 6'11". He is seven feet tall. It's just... He's drenched in potential. It almost feels like you like crafted a basketball player, like a two K build. Like he's seven feet tall, shoots threes, and plays defense. What more do you want? No, I'm with you. And I think if he if and he's he, nineteen. If he, yeah, he's an early. He's a reclassifying, reclassified to this he's last young. year's class. He could be a, fr- a true freshman right now. So, 
I think Yakimovsky, if assuming Kyle Smith gives him playing time, Mo. So then, if Mo goes off, he's declaring. Yes. Uh, what do you think? All I right. Think. Thank you for coming on, Ian. For sure. Happy to be on. Go Cougs. Go Cougs. He was 18 or 19. And he looked like a young guy. Ben, yeah. you should have done this guy right. What, I get him a stripper? What do you want no, me to do you here? Buy him I mean, a drink. I get him a prostitute? What were you